Summer's almost over, but at Old Navy, the styles are as hot as ever. Get to Old Navy now for 30% off all jeans, 40% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees. That's right, get 30, 40, and 50% off all your favorite styles for the whole family, plus up to 75% off clearance. Hurry in fast. These deals won't last. The sale ends soon at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid in-store 822 to 828 and online 822 to 824. Excludes in-store clearance, bubbles, active, licensed, and men's package tees. Welcome to the Jarjour Brothers podcast. You are listening to a pre-recorded version of our show, Sans Sports, a daily debate show about sports. And I'm your co-host, Sammy Jarjour. And I'm George Jarjour. And we're coming at you recorded and direct from the Sant Live studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Also, do not forget to tune in to our live Facebook show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Pacific time. You can tune in at facebook.com slash S-O-N-T live. And I'm glad to be here in Seattle, but stay cool, America. But first, please enjoy our intro music by Jacob West. Good morning and a happy Wednesday and welcome to Sant Live. You are watching episode 230 of Sant Live and this is That Being Said with George and Sammy. Jour your morning sports show. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day, happy NBA season, MLB playoffs, college football season, and NFL. What a time. I'm your co-host, Sammy Jour And I'm George Jour and we're coming at you live and direct from the Sant Live studios in Sunny, Everett, Washington. It's not too sunny today. What did you, what, what, what did you say, Sammy? Yeah, the darkness is coming. The, the big day. dark, right? The big dark. The big dark is coming. Uh, a really, uh, supposedly our first big storm of the season is coming right around the corner. Wind gusts up to fifty-five miles per hour. I'm not the weatherman, but I am giving you the weather today, and it's sunny, Everett, Washington. So if for some reason our electricity goes out. And our feed goes out, you know why, but probably not. Most likely not. It's it's uh, supposed to start in the afternoon. Well, it's supposed to start after 10. After 10? Sure. So cool. should be fine for now. Either way, I don't expect. I feel like every time you they say the big storm's coming, it's not the big storm. Every time they... That's true. It's not like a hurricane where I feel like, well, actually, never mind. You know what? I'm going to say this and there's going to be a big storm. Um, big night last night. Uh, basketball it? started. There's baseball games. Yankees had a comeback, as we predicted that they might do. Um, fun time. And uh, what are we starting with? Um, I think we should start with yesterday's games, and then we'll get back right to our NBA preview. What do you think? Sounds good. Also, if you want to add a C to the Rockets on the title right there, oh, make so it look a little better. The, they're not the Rockets. They're not the Rockets. <laughs> The Rockets. The Rockets. Sorry, it's early in the, it was early in the... Well, not that early. Devin says, at work, going to try to squeeze in some song. Thanks, my bro. We appreciate the support. William King said, yo, yo, yo. What's good? Devin said, yo, yo, yo. What's good, Devin? And by the way, I love that even starting every morning with the yo, yo, yo's. That, that, that uh, definitely makes my morning. Yeah, it probably makes our family's morning as well. Because in our language, yo, 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 is something my mom says all the time. Yeah, it doesn't mean like hello, but she does say that. <laughs> Keith says that Hayward injury, though. Um, 
Yeah, we'll get to that. It was quite, um, yeah, it was quite a, it was quite brutal to watch. I actually kind of had a stomach ache from it. One of those situations where you look at it and you actually kind of, you just feel off when you see it. It was. I, w- I want to like we don't really need to get into like comparing which injury I guess is the most gruesome you've ever seen, but just the way his leg was twisted and the immediate just reaction from the bench. Uh, you tweeted out that picture with the, all the Cavaliers players with their hands above their face. It was the, the brutality of that injury is just like like literally. I, I saw Devin Mark actually on his Facebook. So like it sounded like a firecracker, and you could hear when he fell. Initially, I thought it was the it was the sound of his back hitting, but that was the sound of his leg cracking. Yeah, I actually also thought it was. Um, uh, I always thought it was a for the, well, until I saw the reactions. I, I thought it was oh, that's definitely his back slapping the ground as well. Yeah. But if you watch the replay replay uh, carefully. His the whole motion of him going down was leg, it was foot, like back of his leg, thigh, but then back. So it's not like he had no immediate slam on any part of his body where it was like, okay, my arms coming straight directly or my back. Like it was his leg snap and each body part falling. And it was one of those. I don't get like queasy really from watching videos. Like my family's like, why was all asked me last night? Why do you keep watching it? Sam, you watched it over under. 37 times more than that because well for me i like to like see everyone's reaction so like i would watch like lebron's reaction then derrick rose's reaction then the other team's reaction then i'll watch kevin love's reaction and i watch the bench reaction so it's really funny the Cavs bet not funny but you know what i mean no, like it was interesting exactly to see Cavs bench was all sitting there and you know how gordon hayward kind of spun himself with his hands and kind of like pushed himself towards the sideline yeah Nobody saw when he was on the ground originally what happened. Everyone was fighting for the rebound. And then you see Kevin Love on the bench grab his leg in point, And then the whole bench gets up and starts running the other way. Like, I know. And leaves. Ugh. And so it was hard to see initially because he was also in this mix of like 10 people trying to get a rebound and score while he's on the ground with his yeah, leg staff. I, I feel like no one really noticed how bad it was until after. I mean, I think it was Jalen Brown put back the put back. Yeah. And then everyone ran back. And when, when they ran back, then it kind of exposed what happened. And well, then, right when right when everyone started running back is when you saw Kevin Love point. Right. You could see him. He pointed. Everyone on the bench looked. And then they started running. And then the whole Cleveland bench started clearing out as well. Absolutely. Ugh. It was just. Something different, man. Yeah. I, 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 something, you know, I I can't imagine. Look, I, I know there's a, probably a lot of pain involved in it, and I'm sure it hurt like hell. But I couldn't imagine if my leg snapped like that. Like, when he looked down and saw his leg in that shape and form, what's your, like, I, I would freak out. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm sure it hurt. He did a really good job of just not, like, wouldn't. Of just kind of looking at it and being like, "Ow, that hurts," but like not freak. I would freak out. I don't. I don't know what I'd do. You probably wouldn't because it's in the moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody, you've never broken a bone, right? Yeah. No, you broke no. your rib, but that's different because yeah. rib actually cause changes your breathing. Right. So, like, if you've ever broken a bone that's not involved with your lungs, like, because yeah. that's different. That's like, well, you can't see the ribs. Like, and, there's no exposure of well, the ribs. Not just that, but like the ribs actually cause you to like have breathing difficulties. Like, right. that's affecting you in other ways. Like when I broke my arm, 
My arm, you weren't there, obviously, but during that soccer game I played, when I was like in third grade, my arm was in this shape. But initially, it, literally, it was like I broke it, and I was just like, huh. <laughs> like, you just get this weird, like, like almost yeah. like this isn't real moment where you forget the pain. And like, I, I, I feel in pain when you tell me about no, it. No, but I have friends that tore ACLs playing basketball. I had my friend... Daily Seaton, I mean, I remember clearly in our L.A. tournament in eighth grade, I think it was. We were in L.A., goes up for a, goes up for a layup, comes, his knee snaps out of his skin right here on the other side, and he just <laughs> stared at it. He, like, he, he just yelled. He was like, shit, kind of like Gordon Hayward. Yesterday, all you heard was Gordon Hayward yell, shit. And then that's what my friend did at that time, just looked at his knee. And it's that initial shock, you don't feel it as much. Like, right. I'm sure it hurts like hell, but I think your initial shock's more just like, what <laughs> more than it is like okay i'm gonna start crying you know unless yeah. you're all o- beckham jr because he just well, cool, that's theatrical like yeah i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> but let's not get into that yet but the thing is like i hear acl injuries are not that painful like the initial pop is painful but afterwards it's only painful if you go lateral or something like that i don't know i've never torn acl i don't know the what the pain's really like, but just in general, like what, I don't, I, I guess now it's been what twelve hours since his his legs been broken. I the one thing that kind of got me a little upset, and I will talk about this for a moment, was the reactions on the Twitter world on where people wanted to make either make fun of Derrick Rose <laughs> for some reason, and. Skip Bayless's tweet is being so insensitive, and I'm not really one for sensitivity, as you know, as far as like making jokes on Twitter and stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a joke. But when you see a gruesome injury like that, my initial reaction is not to go on Twitter and make fun of Derrick Rose or make fun of LeBron James's NBA Finals appearances. Okay, I've been thinking about this a lot more, and honestly, I changed my mind about it. Oh, you did? Okay, because. Realistically, I'm just thinking, I agree. I'm not going to do it, but I my initial thought was probably Skip Bayless did that on purpose because he knew he was going to be trending on Twitter and get that, more exposure for their shows and get more point. exposure. So literally like five minutes later, I was kind of like, you know what? I don't really care that he did it. I, he's doing it for exposure probably. I mean, I, I watched their show this morning. Mm-hmm. He's, not, uh, he's not even... Um, not even backing down. No, he didn't know it. Didn't even mention it because, of course, they didn't. I mean, he's just gonna say that kind of shit just to get it, just to get more going. exposure. Yeah. Obviously, it's not good though. I agree with you. Like, that's I don't like those reactions. I'm not the kind of person that's gonna come out and tweet like, "Haha, I can't believe it wasn't Derrick Rose who got hurt." Like, that's just not me. But for me, that's it. It's whatever. If you do tweet that, that just shows what comes to your mind before <laughs> showing condolences. Um, exactly. Um, and. Skip Bayless was just trying to get more exposure, and and, you and know, he did, and he tries to yeah, and you know him, he tries to take any avenue towards dissing LeBron, and so that he can yeah, yes. and so he used he was just staying um, consistent, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and so he dislocated his ankle and fractured it, correct? No, Is that fractured his ankle, fractured his ankle, clean fracture, clean fracture actually. So he might, I mean, as gruesome as that injury looked. And as bad as it initially appeared, they broke his leg. He might be back this season. I was just about to say, don't ask me doctor questions because I have no idea <laughs> if it's going to be two years or if it's going to be 
two months. Two months. Yeah. Like, well, uh, I, then neither do I. I guess. I we'll mean, find out. You never know because there's so many different levels of breaking things. I mean, Paul George missed a year, but then you have guys like a Teddy Bridgewater who snaps his leg in half. Well, his just leg almost had different... to get amputated, right? Yeah, but I mean, that's. But regardless if it had to get amputated or not, like I don't know the difference between how Teddy Bridgewater snapped his knee in half or how mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward snapped his ankle in half. And Teddy Bridgewater is like a two-year injury. Paul George was like an eight-month. Gordon Hayward might be a five months if he doesn't require surgery. I have no idea. So, Fair enough. Um, besides that point, I mean, whatever. Whether he comes back, he doesn't come back. I think most people are going to assume at this point he's out, right, for probably the year from what um, you've seen. Yeah, let's just, let's just make that assumption. I, I'm, I'm just – well, I'm saying I'm assuming most people are probably on that side of things too, right? Like, okay, he's probably – out for the year, right? Yeah, I, that's what I would. I mean, after seeing when that happened, that's what I think. Yeah, and so, I mean, is Boston still maybe the second best team though in the East? Or, I mean, I was I've been listening to a couple people talk about it this morning on um, what's their show, Undisputed, mm-hmm. and there's some mixed opinions. Some people are like, actually, I think this opens up an opportunity for Miami to come in for that second spot. Some people say Milwaukee. Some are saying Toronto. Some are saying Washington. My, my feelings are you still saw, you know, Kyrie competed at a high level yesterday. They still have an Al Horford. They still have other pieces. Marcus Morris is hurt right now. When he gets back, they have a lot of pieces. But I think even in the East now, as much as we want to talk about how bad the East is, there's a couple of teams with two stars on the team when you come to Washington and to Toronto. And Miami has maybe not two stars, but they have three or four high-quality players. When you talk about Deion Waiters, Whiteside, Dragic, like they have some like high-quality players. The Bucks have a couple high-quality players. I mean, does this change them from not being a one or two seed to a five seed, or do you think Kyrie can still kind of lift them to you that point? I was thinking about this this morning while driving, and no, I think, okay, I thought they could possibly win the east and if you guys are following us and watching for the first time you can also follow our instagram we never really pump up the soft live instagram it's at instagram soft live just posted a story there and you can swipe up to watch uh usually i do it before the show but i forgot today so just did that now um i've been thinking about that sammy for a little bit and i think that with gordon hayward is there either 1A, 1B best player, right? Yeah. Now, without him, do I think they're better? I think they were just as good as Cleveland as a regular season team because I think they would have played harder in the regular season than Cleveland and meant more for them. So now I would have Cleveland 1. Then you go with the Wizards. Beal and Wall, I think, are better. Then you got Toronto. I think this could fall the literally fall make them fall from the one seed to the fifth seed i really do because basketball is only usually the NBA. maybe even the six maybe even the six like because you cleveland miami milwaukee toronto washington could all be better than and, and maybe even charlotte yeah if they stay I, healthy yeah maybe i'm not saying they will but it's very possible so this is a devastating injury they gutted out their team they changed the whole narrative on their team. They made, they tried to revamp their whole team, getting rid of uh, Avery Bradley. They got rid of Isaiah Thomas. Why? So they can get you know have two stars in Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. 
And now one of those stars is gone. And what? You're, who are you going to replace him with? Unless you think, unless Tatum becomes this rookie that's unbelievable, okay, then that changes things. Or if Jalen Brown becomes a superstar in year two, that changes things. But do I think that's going to happen? No. I think this could literally make them fall all the way to the six or seven seed, just like you think that. Unless Kyrie is a super duper star and is a top five player in the league and goes for like the MVP award and does like a Russell Westbrook did last year. And I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see Kyrie. I think he, unfortunately, and this is, I'm not, this is not even a knock on Kyrie because I right. think with Gordon Hayward, obviously they were going to compete for at least making a conference final right. in the East. But I think Kyrie did waste away a good year of his career now. I mean, but with this decision, unfortunately, and it all happened because of an uh -huh. injury of another teammate. I completely but this agree. year is kind of, we're talking about a Kyrie Irving, George, that was in the finals in the last three seasons. I know he was hurt in one of them, but he was in the finals and the he last made three an seasons. He in the first one for, what, yeah, two quarters? For a game. Yeah, they were winning. And yeah, then, they were winning, yeah. Yeah, and then he was out. And then he. If he stayed in Cleveland, he would have had his chance at a fourth straight finals this year and possibly right. a second ring. He might – if Gordon Hayward's out for the year, they might not be – realistically, they might not be more than a second-round team. I mean, in the playoffs – They might not even be more than a first-round team, possibly. Yeah, it, let's say they drop to the five seed and they're playing against – the four seed Miami Heat, and it's just Kyrie. Or the four seed Milwaukee or Toronto. Yeah, and it's Kyrie versus it's Kyrie, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Al Horford against, let's say Miami Heat with Whiteside, Dragic, Winslow, um, Dion Waiters. I'd probably take the Miami Heat. So, you know, by the way, for the East being as ridiculed as it is, it's very even in the middle. I mean, from two to. Two to seven, there's a lot of good teams. Uh, yeah, I would say there's a lot of like above average feisty teams. Yeah, I mean, there's, I, I think, I think you yeah, they're good teams. Flack. I mean, yeah, I think it's too much flack as a ba bad conference. Yeah, not everyone's going to be as good as the West. The West is at an extreme level right now, but it's not yeah. always going to be at an extreme level. 100%. Another thing, so, I mean, it looks like we're probably on the same page with the, with the Celtics on, on the sense that probably not going to last that well. Um, or like, you know, if he's out for the year, they're not going to, they're not probably won't make the conference finals. Even if they did, they've, I would take their chances from like 20% to zero to make the finals. If they make the conference finals without Gordon Hayward, that means Kyrie Irving is a top five player in the NBA. I mean, and, but we did see, I mean, he, I mean, he plays on that level. Sorry. That's what yeah. I mean. You know what made me happy though? Last night as a LeBron fan is, you know, I know what you're about he to say. Clearly. Everyone wanted to talk about how Kyrie is the closer and they need Kyrie oh, to close okay, games. And it made me happy to see, you know, LeBron had three big buckets down the stretch mm -hmm. to close out this game. Um, while, of course, contesting Kyrie's last shot and Kyrie airballing it when LeBron's guarding it. Just because, I mean, it was just right. a, it's a tough shot, but it's not that it was an airball. But LeBron, like, c coming full speed at him causing him to miss a shot and they win. It was good to see as a LeBron fan and a guy that wants him to succeed um, that they were able to close out a game with him in hand in his ball, the ball in his hands mm -hmm. and doing well at the end of the game. Only thing I really didn't like about what he did, yeah. of course, again, is like 20 seconds left. You're up by three. 
You have Jalen Brown on you. Go to the goddamn hoop. I know. Sometimes Don't take a step back three. Like, there's no reason there. Go to the hoop. By the way, they haven't stopped you once going to the hoop. And if they do stop you, what are they doing? They're fouling you. Yes. And LeBron, another plus side, though. LeBron was 4 for 4 from the free throw line. He said he's trying to shoot over 80% this yeah. year. I was like, thank God. Please but, practice but free throw. I down on that is he only went four times. Four times. Um, here's a question. Oh, God, I had something I wanted to ask you, but I, I've kind of spaced out on it for a second. Jalen Brown, LeBron James. Oh, I'll ask okay. you something. I got you. Do you want to ask me first or do you want me to? Is it about the handshakes? You? Yes. It's about okay. The handshakes. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to a lot about that on the radio this me morning. Me too. <laughs> like on Dan Patrick's show, right? Oh, same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Let's okay. Let's talk about this handshake. Finish off this game. Talk about the Rockets really quick, and then we'll get to the rest of the NBA previews. Yeah, and right? Comments in the rest of NBA. Yeah. Previews, yeah. So, quick thing about the handshakes. Yeah. So if I uh, obviously I was like, whoa! They shot the ball immediately. Turned around, started doing their like, you know, whatever thing, mm-hmm. and then hugging. Right. The interesting part that I took from what I was listening to this morning, my first take on it is like, okay, cool, whatever. They're handshaking. I actually kind of had no problem with it because I, I thought it was actually just no, it, mutual it's respect. Nice. Yeah. Um, but the interesting part was what Dan Patrick talking about with the taps on the head. Did you not hear this? So no, I didn't hear that. Really part. interesting. LeBron gave him the good, you know, like big brother oh, tap yeah, on yeah, the head. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie. Head, yeah. <laughs> Kyrie gave him a tap on the back of the head, and as the rock away, LeBron goes ahead and gives him a quick one right, right again, another another head grab, yeah. like. Dan Patrick was talking about it and he was like, it was almost like he just wanted to give him that last one. Like, no, it's okay, little brother. Good try. Like, it was the third. It was like, oh, cool, bro. All right, bro. All right, bro. And then LeBron one more time is like, all right, little bro. Like, yeah. like good luck. Have fun in Boston. Without Gordon Hayward. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I thought it was mature of both of them no, to just handshake. Too. I don't need their personal handshake. I would have, I could have worked with a, dap and hug but the personal handshake was a little weird to me because mm-hmm. he asked to leave this team and then all of a sudden he has a handshake with lebron and then kevin love and jr smith and tristan thompson and i'm like first of all why the fuck did you leave like <laughs> no, here's my question i'm cool with it i'm all right with it i i wouldn't do it i know you wouldn't do it but here's the real question like what did they talk before the game, during the game? Like, yo, Kevin Love, after the game, we're going to come up to you. And we're going to do our secret hand- Like, I feel like a secret handshake and, like, the whole like, – because it's not like, you know, just, you know, handshake. It takes a little bit to, like, you know, do. You can't just go into it. There has to be some kind of – right? I mean – No, not at all. A handshake? No. no when I see there. my boys, if we had a handshake, I can just go up and start doing a handshake. Right, but how about if you and your boys, like – broke up like you're now on different teams you, you but know i think I mean? like, that was like, no i think the initial reaction to go into the handshake to me was kind of like like they both knew we're doing the handshake yeah i mean i would i don't find it that shocking i think somebody put their hand out i think lebron put his hand out and he's probably like let's just go they were probably just like let's go for it <laughs> i'm almost 100 sure they didn't talk before the game about it like first of all First of all, they don't like each other. Or they don't like each other. They obviously didn't talk over the summer. We've yeah. we've kind of heard that from both of them through the media, right? True. Um, well, De- I just saw Devin's comment. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean. LeBron went into the lock. Yeah, so did, uh, so did um, 
Uh, Jesus Christ, the owner of the Cavs. Really? What's wow. his name? Dan, uh, Dan Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah, they went into the locker room at halftime to say bye to Gordon. Like, hope you do all right. That was really cool, that's, LeBron. That's really by the way. Cool. Yeah, like I thought that was really cool of LeBron, especially like a guy. I don't know if him and Gordon have any relationship, and I don't think they do really. So, well, with all the criticism like that LeBron James receives sometimes from the media or from myself about some things that he does, as a person, the guy has proven over and over, it's a class over act. again that he's a class act and a yeah. nice guy. Yeah, I mean, I saw a tweet yesterday like saying, regardless of what your basketball opinion of LeBron James is, um, you should be like, it said, regardless of what you think about LeBron as a basketball player, you have to realize how amazing it is for the NBA to have a guy that's this good and as much of a class act as he is. Yeah. I mean, some players, yeah, I think every player would have done what he did on the court, like when he shook his hand, like, right. sorry, I ran into you. But, like, for him to go there at halftime and be like, let me see how you are, I think that's not something every player would do. No, but, he, I mean, here, let's just... I, this wasn't supposed to be like all of a sudden a LeBron conversation, but I just want to say that, you know, over and over again, he's proven if you just watch his interviews or you go watch, like look up some stuff he does on, um, what, what is this thing called? The un, undisputed. Undisputed. No, sorry. I'm uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. That's right. Undisputed is ESPN. Un, no, un, undisputed is FS1. FS1. That's right. <laughs> uninterrupted. Uh, maybe we should change our two, that being said to be un something too, because everyone's going to un something. But um, he came into the league as a 17, 18-year-old, right? 18-year-old, straight out of high school. The guy's never had one, not one incident of trouble. Except for the Hummer thing in high school. Yeah, but that wasn't like, that wasn't... Well, actually, it wasn't illegal at the end of the day. Yeah, it wasn't illegal. They gave his mom a loan because they they were like, we know you'll be able to pay in six months. Yeah, so (laughs) that wasn't illegal either. And just in general, the guy has been just so classy and so great, and it's nice to see him go in there. Especially, he you could tell he was honestly feeling bad that he was the one who injured Gordon Hayward. Yeah, I mean, he felt bad, clearly. I mean, it. I would feel bad, too, because, I mean, you know it's not on purpose or anything. No, no, but, no, but you can tell he, like, genuinely felt really bad. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I would feel bad, too, though, even though I know it's not on purpose. Yeah. Nobody would do that on purpose, but... It's just one of those tough situations that sometimes it happens and you feel shitty because you know when you see that guy's leg or when you watch a replay, you're like, I'm the one who ran into him. Like, I'm the one who happened to be at that wrong spot at the wrong time. Absolutely. Um, But great for the NBA. Um, My biggest takeaways, though, like quickly from that game is LeBron still got it, 29-16-9. And and the big thing about LeBron last night is – he was going through the motions. The guy was not giving it like a hundred percent. Hear the story. Uh, what happened after the game with LeBron James? Hmm. So LeBron James after the game, uh, what's her name? Interviewed him uh, from TNT, and then he said, "Oh yeah, I feel like I'm out of shape. Like I because my ankle, I didn't get to practice much." So I guess LeBron James went and did a intense uh, forty-five minute workout after, right after the game. He's insane. I'm telling you. Yeah. But did he? He just didn't. Yeah, and I know he hasn't even practiced. He played right. like twenty minutes in preseason. The dude is not the dude's on another level of, of human. He literally was going through the motions last night and then tried a little harder in the fourth quarter and ended up with twenty nine, sixteen, and nine on sixty three percent shooting. He's on another level. I think Boston's gonna be fine, but I think exactly what I said yesterday, 
despite Gordon or not, and exactly what I said yesterday is going to be true, is for two years, LeBron is still going to dominate the East as long as he's still in Cleveland. And it's going to take a Boston two years. Jalen Brown looked good. Um, Jason Tatum looked good. Right. But you can see, like, at the end of a game and all, like, throughout the game, you could see that they're, they're like, 20 and 21 years old, and they're not ready to compete for a championship no, at all. at all. Yeah. But, and Al uh, Horford's old. But I do want to say that um, he does look good, um, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown looked good, and so does Tatum. They both look like they can be. I thought Tatum looked better than Jalen Brown, because Jalen Brown's supposed to be better second year. Um, but I don't know. I'm not sold on all these guys, to be honest. They're not. None of them have shown me that they're going to be superstars or anything, and that's where I feel like Boston is trying to act like they have a bunch right. of young superstars, and they don't necessarily. They have, other a bunch than of young stars they have one. Superstars. They have one superstar in Kyrie Irving. Yep. Gordon Hayward is a star, an all-star, not a not a superstar. Well, and I don't think Kyrie's a superstar either. Yeah, he might not be. Either. It depends but, what you define I mean, superstar. To me, you know my definition of superstar. I think there's three superstars in the whole NBA. Um, I, yeah, that's I, how I, I but, but like now, but I feel like you'll also consider like a guy like James Harden technically a superstar. Technically, you know that he's technically a superstar. Yeah, technically a superstar. But I mean, I guess my superstars are only Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and LeBron James. Yeah. Those are my, I mean, life. most people argue with you didn't, didn't say then Kawhi has to be one too. He's led them to 61 wins as the best. Oh yeah. Team. You can argue. Uh, yeah. I think Kawhi is, I guess to me that I just, there's like six, I feel like by your definition, there's like. Five or six superstars. Like you would, yeah. you could add like maybe a Russell Westbrook and a and a James Harden, and then you're almost nearing the end there. Yeah, like, I, I guess for me to reach superstar, you have to be the best player on a championship team and win a championship. And okay, so then, then that means there's, but that, okay, and, if and Kevin be a superstar as well, like I know I, I no, have, but that means if Kevin Durant <coughs> yeah. didn't cop out and go to Golden State, there'd be two superstars in the entire NBA. No, you're right. Right, that'd yeah. be just Steph Curry and LeBron James. Right, and, that's a good point. It, That's a good point. Like, literally, pretty much then at that point, it'd be like, oh, it's just LeBron James. Yeah. And Steph Curry's on, like, a dominant team. Yeah, good point. Like, that's that's a tough tough yeah. way to look at it. I don't know. I don't know what my real definition of a superstar is, but that's how I feel. I feel like there's, like, a couple superstars. In this yeah, you, you feel like a guy like James Harden shouldn't be worthy being called a superstar, pretty much. Because, like, you're like, he's not... He's a great player and a all-star. I just, yeah, but I you just don't feel like he's worthy of that, like... Like a superstar I level. I guess for me, the superstars are people who are going to go down in NBA history as like, like we're going to remember this era with Kevin Durant. We're going to remember this era because of LeBron James and Steph Curry. If James Harden never wins a championship, I don't think we're going to be telling our kids that much about James Harden. That's how I feel. I, I don't could know. be wrong. James Harden and Russell Westbrook are the kind of guys that's like remind me of almost Allen Iverson where you might still tell your kids about him even if they don't win. Those guys specifically because they play at this different athleticism level. Yeah. Like, I feel like guys that what you're mentioning is more guys like Gordon Hayward and, and Paul George's. Like, yeah, I'm not going to tell my kids about Paul George if Paul George never wins a championship. But I might tell them about Russell Westbrook's triple-double season when he was going against James Harden's near triple-double season. True. Little James, different time. By the way, I just want to say James Harden's season last year is more impressive than Russell Westbrook's. I agree. Like, I, I do this year when um, other players are allowed to get rebounds on missed free throws and uh, Stephen Adams' job is not to box out and Russell Westbrook to get cheap rebounds. He won't average a triple double. No, but he's still gonna average like twenty five five, five and, and seven more. Actually, probably twenty five eight and eight probably yeah. this year. True. To be honest, he still gets a lot of assists. Oh no, because like James Harden. 
Yeah. Okay. Let's go through these comments because like I'm running out of them already, and then, right. um, and then uh, we're gonna get to that Rockets game. Let's just we can just spend like a quick five minutes on the Rockets yeah, game. Yeah. I mean, we've got plenty of time to go through there. Well, because we don't have the, we have to do the. Oh yeah, the, the over unders. Yeah. So true. Um, we'll start with. Okay, we had that injury though from Keith Over. Okay, Omar said had a shitty day. Astro lost, but went to sleep good. Rockets won. It was a big win. He said worried about the Astros a bit. I told you that hey, those Yankees might yeah, come back. Those Yankees looking good, man. Dodgers, Aaron, Yankees. Aaron Judge came alive, huh? Yeah, he's he doesn't he can't hit against good pitchers. It's any it's like bullpen guys and bad pitchers. Right. It's the only time he gets hit, but it's fun to watch still. Keith said, "Yeah, you could hear the snap." Devin said, "Shit was nasty." Ugh. William King said, "PG three during Olympics tryout." Yeah, it was about that. My I showed my mom was like kind of like screaming when I showed her the video of the break. Um, and then she, she, uh, my, then she was like, Oh, he's never playing again. And I was like, let me show you Paul George. Let me show you Kevin Ware. And then she was like, Oh, so these guys do play again. And I'm like, yeah, I I mean, maybe I wouldn't, if my, if that happened in my leg and I play basketball pickup and all that, I would probably not play. I probably would if it healed. I, but I, I happen to play basketball a lot more than you do. I know. <laughs> like, I play uh, at least once a week at the gym. So yeah, I haven't been playing much. <laughs> When's the last time? <laughs> last time? Yeah. Like a pickup game. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Omar said, I was watching the highlights, and my wife saw it. She started screaming as if it was happening to her. Um, and then Devin Mark said, yes, Kevin Love. His reaction was the best. Yeah, his reaction was funny because he was just pointing at the ground like and started running. Um <laughs> William said, I broke my neck and spine. You feel no pain until you get to the hospital. That's what I was talking to you about. Yeah, that sounds horrible, and I hope your neck and spine are a lot better, William. I- but you get my point now. I was saying, like, people don't <laughs> you don't feel the, like people don't feel it until later. That's what I hear. Um, FIBA scrimmage, not exactly the Olympics, is what Queen Kara Clark said. Yeah, good point. She said, that kind of injury feels like a burn. Um, my twin broke my foot 20 years ago. Ugh. That would suck too, breaking your foot. Yeah, I think everyone's gonna be sharing our uh, our war stories today. Huh? Yeah. Skip Bayless just hates LeBron. His hate has become a disease. Hashtag hateful culture. I agree. It's a little too much at that point. Um, the thing with Skip Bayless, he's very good at what he does, but sometimes I feel like he's a shtick. Like he knows LeBron James is really good. Like obviously LeBron James is top. Two player and of all time, if you want to say, if maybe like at worst, if you want to be mean to him, you put him top five of all time. Yeah. And Skip Bayless continues to say basically that he sucks. No, but Skip Bayless says he's top five of all time still. Yeah. He okay. just likes to. Just but he's hate. a stick. Um. Okay, I gotta go through these quick. I keep having a screenshot so I don't lose them. Yep. Devin says he's getting surgery today. Queen Kier said, uh, "Omar, you should be worried. Go Yankees." Um. Winfield, aka Brandon, said they still got. They still good. They might get a player in for him. Uh, Devin said, 15th season, LeBron almost had a triple-double in the opener. Laughing my ass off. And y'all remember my prediction yesterday. 28, 8, and 5. And now he has 29, 16, and 9. That, that was, that's a great that's, start. That was a great game by LeBron yesterday. Um, and he said, had old men move now. Yeah, I know. I, we'll get to that in a second. Boston went from a 2-3 to three seed. Um, or 2-3 to three or 4 seed. Yeah, or maybe 5. Celtics are a bust is what Devin said. And then um, we have... Uh, Devin saying, or sorry, Brandon saying they're still good. They, oh no, I already read that. Sorry, Devin saying what's funny is that Kyrie just kissed his chance, 
at winning a championship without LeBron, goodbye, which I agree. And then Brandon said Brown, Tatum, and Irving. They got a decent young team. That's why I think they're two years away. Um, Devin said, regardless of what anybody says, you have a whole new starting five besides one player, and now your second best player is gone. Um, yeah. Boy, Danny, you got – he said, boy, Danny, you got the best luck. <laughs> Poor Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge, man. Well, no, he has good luck. He won a championship at one point, but that was just a bad, bad, uh, bad situation. Too. Okay, you can mention the old man moves now because I got a couple comments to spare. Right. I just want to say that I love old man moves. Um, I've been a big proponent on big man moves since my days in uh, – I was younger and playing basketball because I'm not very quick, believe it or not. Uh, I don't. I know when you guys see me here on camera, I look like I might be a lightning quick uh, point guard, but I'm not. So I've always been a big fan of the old man moves, pivot, 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 and I'm very glad LeBron James is doing them now too. Jump stop, jump stop, pivot, pump fake. He's great at it. Brandon you know, you said, know who else is good? I don't know if he's watching right now. Your hmm. buddy George Valley is. The old well, man he's game. the master of it. That's why he got he got player of the year in his conference in college because he's like a six he's a six three power four that jump stops and pump fakes and gets Love everyone it. off the Brandon said Harden and CP three combined for twenty one assists. Brandon Matthews, welcome in. Um, yeah, they um, and CP three didn't play at the end of the game, but they looked better than I expected. Um, let me get through. I'm gonna get all through these comments, and then we'll get to the game. Cool. Okay. Um. I'm going to go quick because we're running out of time already. Devin said, William, it's just the first game. Cavs weren't playing at 400. I agree with that. Uh, Devin said, they're a bust. A bust GM with their best move being half of what they expected. They expected to make up on offense for lack of defense they have. Now their whole offense scheme just changed for, for the city of Boston. That's true. That sucks for them. They replaced all their defense with offense to be an offensive power. And now they lost half of their main offensive component. Yeah, and someone's going to have to step up. Whether it's Marcus Smart, whether that's Tatum, they won't step up though. Uh, I I think they're too young to step. Yeah, up. Yeah, I mean that's the, uh, like they're gonna have to step up as a collective because neither one of those players are Tatum, Jason or Jason Tatum, Brown, whatever. None of these guys on their team is like what Aaron Baines got the most minutes last night. He's not gonna step up and play. No one, none of them are good enough to step up in place of Gordon Hayward. No, definitely not. Um, Omar said Rockets looked good last night Even though CB3 only had like 6 points That D looked good too Actually Let me mention this quote right now Rockets coach Mike D'Antoni George On Draymond Green's comment about Houston's defense He said Somebody said we don't take it seriously on defense Well obviously They don't take it seriously either (laughs) That's what Mike D'Antoni said In response to Draymond's comments That's pretty funny That's pretty funny that's pretty funny. It's hella funny. Actually. Yeah. Good job, Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, he's like, oh, we won. Stand-up um, comic over here. Mike, has he heard of Kevin Hart? <laughs> Queen Kira said, as for Paul George injury, I saw the injury in Vegas too. I was thinking why Paul George was so inactive on the court prior to the injury. He wanted to make the spectacular play to get himself going, then snap, snap, gruesome. Those, <laughs> those are hard to watch. Okay, guys, I'm going to zip through these. Let's Devin said, I agree, Omar. Rockets are looking damn nice. Capella is the man. Um... Queen Kier said, Batman KD was like, F this, I'm gone. Uh, Williams said, Love hit the big three to close the game out. True. And I, I was actually a big fan of that. Devin said, They talked during halftime when they visited Gordon about the handshakes, George. Um, Queen Kier said, Celtics will probably file a DP injury player exception before the deadline. Staff will first look at how successful Gordon Hayes' surgery is. Surgery win- 
surgery Wednesday, according to Sports Illustrated. Yeah, he's having surgery today. I do know that. Um, I just don't know what the timeline of broken things are. Uh, me either, but surgery, I'm assuming, means probably a lot longer than not. If that yeah. makes any sense. I, I, yeah, I just have no idea, though. Me either. Um, Williams said Shaq didn't shake Kobe's hand. I think the NBA's culture is different now. I know. Now it's all about... It's basically the... The the NBA has become like that one neighborhood, right? Like, it's, it used to be like, all right, whatever. You don't... Shaq and Kobe's time is not much of that social media presence and all that. Now it's like a neighborhood. Like, even though you might hate the guy five doors down, you, still, help, show, you, still, you still dap him up. Can I help you with the word? Yeah. They call it, it's a fraternity, it's a brotherhood. It's what the NBA players even call it. Fraternity. Yeah, they, the, literally the, I, like. I want to call it the neighborhood. Well, I mean, LeBron literally in his interview said, the reason I go and talk to Gordon is because we're still still a brotherhood, it's still a fraternity. Yeah. So, like, your exact theory, they have a word for it in the NBA. So, yeah, they, I know. There it is. My word is the neighborhood. That wouldn't make any sense because they live in different places. But I Queen Kira Clark said, handshake equals classy thing to do. It's called sportsmanship. Queen Kira said, don't believe Stephen A. Smith. He's a liar. I don't know what that's about, but I agree. William King said Celtics might pick up um, Richard Jefferson. I haven't heard that. I'm just thinking out loud. Richard Jefferson actually ended up signing. With the Bucks, right? Or the Nuggets. The Nuggets, I think. Or they're closing in on a deal. I don't know if he signed, so maybe they do. Um, Devin says Celtics are down six seed at the most. I kind of agree with this. I'm thinking five or six seed. I'm thinking five or six seed as well. But... If Kyrie Irving wanted his chance to lead his own team and see what he can do, this is his chance. If Kyrie Irving just – go put some money right now. I'm not saying he's going to win the MVP. Put some money on Kyrie Irving for MVP because I'm not saying he'll win it, but he's going to try now. Oh, he's going to try extra hard. He was going to try anyways, I think. But yeah, now, but now he's going to try even more to win the MVP. Um, we got a little argument between Devin and William. Devin said it really don't matter what seed. They still can't beat the Warriors. Devin said Richard Jefferson, question mark, who can't beat the Warriors. Oh, yeah, that's right. Rockets can't beat the Warriors. Rockets had no chance last night, which is why the Rockets lost. <laughs> that's funny. I Honestly, I know the Warriors are going to be better than the Rockets season long, but it was impressive that they won. Is this the fourth year in a row or fifth year in a row that the defending champion lost on a No, night. because the Warriors started 27-0 with Luke Walton the year after they won the championship. That's right. But like four out of the last five years? No, I think Cleveland won on the ring ceremony against Boston. Because I saw they put that thing on the screen. I don't know how many, like, or a bunch of them. In the I last think it season. happens a lot, but I think mm-hmm. Cleveland won, I think, against Boston that ring ceremony yeah. night. And I think the Warriors, I know, started off 27-0 with Luke Walton, right? That was after Yeah, the they did. They did. Um... So Let's they're not. See. But here's a newsflash for you guys: they're not going 82 and 0. No, yeah, they they might not. Uh, they do have a little bit more of holes you could punch. I feel like than we I thought. Well, well the big hole is as soon as Draymond's out defensively, they, they look are, horrible. They're horrible defensively, and their ball movement, everything just doesn't look Draymond, as good. Draymond is so damn good, man, for that system. Important, I'd say, is the very right word. In my eyes, yeah, I don't know if good so is important for the word. System. He's like, he's like a clog that you need. You need that, like you know. Yeah, they need it, pretty much. <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, they need him badly. Yeah. Like without him, they're they, the reason they lost the finals because he got suspended. Yeah, now it makes sense. But yeah. Like, like I think you can afford to lose a Durant or Curry, 
over afford to lose a Draymond Green? Yes and no. I mean, I was talking about this with uh, our dad last night, mm-hmm. and he, I was telling him, thing with the Warriors, if they lose Durant or they lose Curry, they can still make the finals and, and beat the Cavs. Maybe mm-hmm. I think with Curry and um, with Curry and Durant, I feel like they're like an eighty percent chance already to win the finals this year. Maybe a ninety percent chance. Okay. If one of them goes down, I still think it's probably a fifty-fifty shot with Cleveland. Yeah, but how about if Draymond goes down? It's still probably like a seventy percent chance they win. Okay, so you think by it's the a, end of a series, like the adjustment? Is this like when you lose them for that one game? Makes a big really, difference. It makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, okay, we have a shit ton of comments. I really I need know. to fly through these so we can get to our stuff. All right. Um, Keith says Celtics would be like the Thunder last year, just a bit better. Yeah, I can see that. William saying, so you're saying Jefferson washed up, or are you saying he can't help the Cavs at all, or he didn't help the Cavs at all? Devin said, I'm not saying he's washed up, but come on, Celtics replacing George with Richard Jefferson, I mean, or Gordon with Richard Jefferson, the man almost 40 and can't even average at least 15. Like I said, Celtics are done. You saw it in Kyrie's face. Um, William said, Devin, the Rockets won last night. Yeah, he was being sarcastic. All right, you guys can hash that out. Um, <laughs> hash it out. Hashtag hash it out. Yeah, Queen Care City already signed with the Devin Nuggets. The Bucks also interested him after the racist Hawks waved him. And then Devin said racist Hawks, but they have colored people on the team. Um, yeah, wait, I don't know why the Hawks are racist. Because oh, their owner did say make some racial terms. Yeah, but, but, but uh, didn't he? But sell did the they, team? they sold the, that guy. They, new owner, Queen Care. New, yeah, yeah. new new owner on the Hawks yeah. now. The former Hawks and their GM Danny Ferry. Both all made racial comments, but they're gone. But they're gone. Okay. Yeah. I was like, why the racist hot? Yeah. They waved yeah, the black player. Sure. I was That's... like, I was like, they did the trade with the like, with the, the exception of cutting them. I was like, how are they racist? But now I get it. Yeah. I thought you were saying they're racist just because they waved, waved Richard Jefferson, but they were the previous racist hawks. Yeah. The the artist known as formerly known as the racist hawks. Yeah. Omar said. Celtics barely had a chance. Now it's all down the drain. Only way they're relevant is they make a huge trade. I agree. Um, Key said, I could see Kyrie winning MVP even more now with Gordon out. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go through. Keith said, Skip Bill's chance wants to be relevant. I agree. Mitch Penner said, one, the Hawks aren't racist. Two, is there any better change of pace for speed player than Harden ever? I'll tell my kids about that because... I got to be one of the most, un- that's got to be one of the most undervalued aspects of a score. So impressive. So I think he agrees with me that he'll tell his kids. That's why I said I still tell my kids about Harden in Westbrook. The explosiveness of Westbrook, probably nothing you'll ever see from a point guard again. Like, I don't think there's going to be many point guards as athletic as him to that extent. Like, I mean, there's not the aggressive many, athletic. There's not that many humans that athletic. That right? athletic. Like, like, you have people, maybe like Blake Griffin, who's athletic. Um, but. Not like mm-hmm. his, like, I don't know, Blake Griffin's athletic, but not like a 6'3 player that can dunk on people the way Westbrook does. And like right. the aggression to it. Um, but that's why I'll tell my kids about Harden too. He might be the the best crafty scorer. Doesn't mean it's like always effective, but his just, his little craftiness is something we've never seen either with Absolutely. the step backs and stuff. Um, uh, Queen Kier said, colored people, who says that? Shaking my head. I don't know. I don't say that, but I just read it off a comment. Um, Tyler said Ainge waited too long and settled for Hayward. Now he, f- how he feel now? I mean, I think they had their eyes set on Gordon Hayward all off season. I mean, right? I mean, I wouldn't say they settled on him. 
Yeah. Right? Would you just call it settling? I no, he's good. Him. He's a very good player. Mitch Petter, uh, going off of what you said, said George Valley is unreal crafty. <laughs> yeah, old man game. <laughs> yeah. I wish George was watching right now. I'll send tag, I'll, some, Mitch, tag him on there or something. I'm going I'm to send George these comments. <laughs> George is unreal crafty. <laughs> Which she is. Devin said, people of color, where have you been, Kira? I'm not about to get political with you today, though. Hello. I've learned my lesson. But, yeah, I agree, Mitch. My kids will know who James Harden is slash was. I'm not going to allow my kids to know who James Harden is. Yeah, you will. He's because he's, he's sick. Watch out for Jalen Brown. That's the hidden gem on the Celtics. Yes. He says, yeah, I agree. That? Devin did. Devin, 100%. I love Jalen Brown. I agree, but it's going to take three more years. Two more years. For what? For him to, like, be an all-star. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But to be a well, good major contributor this year, I think you'll be a major contributor this year. Until the playoffs. No, no. I think, I think this I, is the year. That's my yeah. bit. Until the playoffs, he's not going to be good. Like it, Playoffs last year, he literally shut down. Yeah, but I think now he's a year older. Year, I mean, we're not going to know until the playoffs. But yeah. I, I think this is his year where he takes a good step up. Next year, very good. But I think he's a future all-star. Potentially. Yeah. I could see it. I could also see him turning out to be like, a lesser version of Andrew Wiggins that only aver- that averages like 16 a game. That's like never makes the all-star team, but yeah, it's no, really I, close. He's, um, he's still a nice player, though. And William said, Devin, if he can start making threes, I agree. That's true. If he doesn't make any threes, he's going to be very, he's going to be a little below average of all-star level. Right. I mean, especially in this modern day NBA, if you can't make that three, I mean, who's, who are guys who don't shoot threes anymore? DeMar DeRozan might be the only all-star that's not like a new guy. I'm talking about like, yeah, okay, the Dwayne Wade's previous like. DeMar DeRozan and big men. but that And big count. men. Yeah, I'm talking about the guard play. Is there anyone who isn't like a three? Jimmy player? Butler. He he can shoot the three, though. No? Are He's you not sure? a good three-point shooter, I think. I have no. I I think he can hit the three. I'm going to look up Jimmy Butler three-point shooting. If you want. We'll say again? And like already a basketball reference if I'm, I'm checking. How, how bad is he at shooting threes? Um. Let's see. Uh, career 33%. It's pretty bad. How, how about last year? I mean, because you... The 36. One, and 36. the year before, 31. 36 is... I mean... Okay. That's one... On average, he shoots like one for three from three. Okay. But I mean, he, he shoots them both. But I don't think that... I think that's considered I bad. I think he's like a good three. Like 2013, he shot 28% from three, then 31%. 36. Not a good three-point shooter. Okay. Fair enough. But... But... I mean, that was... But you get my point. Not on him, just in general. I mean, but I think that's about what, um, like, Dwayne Wade would be, too. So, not considered great three-point shooters. Yeah, I just wonder, does he take a lot of them, or does he not? No, he takes three a game. Uh, he took 248. That's, la- that's three, three a game. A game. God, I'm there, reading that stats. He shot one for three last year. You know, the funny thing is, like, the, the number 248 seems like a huge number. But then it's like, oh, that's, yeah. 80-something yeah, games. Yeah. Um... Devin said he made a couple last night. He just missed the two that were the most important. Just let him his range get going, and it's a wrap. I see a lot in Jalen Brown. Yeah, nowadays if you develop three, you end up being good. Queen Care said colored people is a little racist of a term. Hmm. Teach his own. Uh, a Greek or Russian name said Derek Rose for MVP again. Derek Rose looked pretty good. He looks athletic. Yeah, I'll give him that. Devin said, Stephen A. Smith talks so much shit, but hey, I realize that man is smart and tells the truth. Sometimes the truth hurts. I agree with that. Yep. Um, and William said, the Warriors lost against the Spurs last year on opening night. That's true. But last yeah, yeah. year, they were not defending champs. Correct. Yes, correct. 
Um, Devin said, I'm a minority, someone of color. I'm not offended by that. I don't know how you see it. It's racist. Cut it with the Inafita shit and enjoy sports talk. It's Inafita. A-N-F-I. I don't know. You guys can hash that out. Right, Queen, who says that. Um, Devin said, people get too sensitive. Mitch had agreed, Devin. Well said. By the way, Devin, you told people to unfriend you on Facebook if they couldn't handle all this basketball comments. I wish they could friend you even more because I'm going to hop on a ton of them statuses. Nothing better than my be- feed being full of basketball. <laughs> the Anafita movement is a political movement of autonomous, self-styled, anti-fascist groups. The salient feature of Anafita groups is their opposition to fascism by direct action. Interesting. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Well, you guys' little disagreement taught us something. Gerald Green is really athletic, is what Devin said. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Devin said, I got you, Mitch. We'll be on B-Ball Talk all year. William said, same here, Mitch. And Tyler said, Brown, going to be bet- another Evan Turner with a little more athleticism. See, that's how I see it, too. He's just going to be a little okay. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, he was the third pick overall. I mean, Evan Turner was the second pick overall, right? Around there, yes. Top fives. Um, all right. Quick take on the Rockets game. Like, give me your, like, we'll each give our, like, one-minute takes because then it'll be 9 o'clock and then we can get to these over-unders. Okay. I'm quickly here. I didn't find Harden and Chris Paul to be clicking together. But I think it will take a while. But at the same time, for them to play that good without Harden and Paul clicking, it will be very scary It'll be very good if they can find a way to mesh well together. Because they did win that game without Harden and Paul really playing that well together. So imagine if they actually played well together and they have all those shooters and Capella's got – and Capella looks great. I mean, I think Capella's only 19 or 20 years old. Yeah, but he looks like he's ready to take a step up. This team can be really scary. Yeah, I mean, I agree completely on the Harden and Paul thing. Two things about that. One, didn't expect them to be clicking right away off the bat. I expected them to not be bad off the bat, like I said, because they played in Drew League and everything, and they weren't bad. No, no, Um, they weren't bad. A little too much still. You're still seeing a little too much dribble, 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 shoot, which Mm -hmm. is what James Harden said he was excited about having. Right. Um, Chris Paul, so he didn't have to keep doing dribble, 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 shoots, shots or whatever. And so... I I was a little shocked by that, to be honest, the fact that there was a lot of that going on. But at the end of the day, um, how I see it is that I think we're in a really good spot if you're a, if you're a fan of the Rockets because this is only going to get better, number one. And number two, Mike D'Antoni's talked about this a lot. They're only going to play 16 to 18 minutes together on the court. I know, which is kind of... It's kind of genius because the genius. other 10 minutes for each player is going to come with other aspects of the rotation, which is Luke Bahamute, which is Eric Gordon, which is Ryan Anderson, which is Trevor Ariza, which is Clint Capella. They have a lot of you know pieces of talent throughout that team. And I mean, that's, that's going to be hard to stop when you have rotating on and off the bench near an end of a game. You have James Harden and Chris Paul you got to figure out with. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, but I do think, you know, what you're saying is going to be interesting. It might not work perfectly. Um, and I don't know. We'll see how it exactly goes. But they might, they're either going to love each other or hate each other by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, like you said, either love or hate each other. But the thing is, 
you if you're a Houston Rockets fan, you have to feel good that they didn't pl- look that well together and they just beat the defending champions. <laughs> yeah, and anyone that wants to say but Draymond was hurt, you can also say, well, Chris Paul didn't play at the end of the game and James yeah. Harden. James Harden and company, because their two stars are James Harden and Chris Paul. James Harden and company pulled out the win against... What kind of company is it? And company, you know what that means. I know. And pulled out a win against... Uh, Kevin Durant, Curry, and Clay Thompson still at the end of a game. So, regardless of Draymond Green, yeah, you, I would say that's an advantage, uh, Warrior. Still, if we're if we're pulling out Chris Paul and James and Chris Paul and Draymond Green from the game, 100%. still an advantage, Warriors. Um, and I think it's a good win. I mean, regardless, it doesn't mean anything. Warriors are still going to be the number one seed in the in the West, mm-hmm. but. It's good for a team like Houston to start the year, start it off shaky. You're down 17. Pull out that win. It, sh- it gives you a little bit of a, a boost. Oh, yeah. Um, and then William said, Butler is streaky from three. Mitch said, correct, George. He was a second pick. And William King said, that system is going to drive Paul crazy. It could. It could. That's the one thing, like. The only way it wouldn't drive him crazy is from what I'm saying. If they really do a good job of splitting him into different times of each right. of them, allowing each of them to have their ball dominant time mm-hmm. and having their non-ball dominant time. Because if Chris Paul doesn't have his ball dominant time, you know the dude's gonna lose his mind. Right. And let's look. Chris Paul has is a little bit older now. Yeah. He's not lost a little bit of a step, and he's had so many injuries. Are we sure we're going to get the superstar Chris Paul rather than a good Chris Paul? And the camera just shut off just to let you know. Oh, yep. It actually did. Yeah. Um, I think we – Chris Paul still a superstar. Yes. Yeah, you, you still think we'll get that. I'm, I, I'm just not quite sure. Um, just in general in the history of the NBA, guys six foot one, six foot two, and under – when they get hurt over and over again, we saw a quick decline in Allen Iverson. We saw a quick decline in um, others like Isaiah, even Isaiah Thomas, not the uh, Celtics or Cavs one. Now, the previous one from Detroit, even when he got to, after you know his great runs earlier in his career, when it fell off, it fell off like like that. So I'm just wondering. I'm not saying Chris Paul's fallen off or will fall off this year. But it, the one thing that's concerning is the amount of injuries he's had throughout his career. So it's just something to keep an eye out on, and I hope it's nothing that actually happens because I love watching. For me, play. it's part of the fact that they're mostly like little nagging injuries, not anything serious. Which yeah, that's good true. and bad. Which which shows that I mean, um, nagging injuries obviously is a problem because it can be continual yeah. multiple times. But it's always better than having injuries that are always going to put you out for like a season. Because none of his injuries ever are like, they're season ending only if they're at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, uh, good point. Yeah, it's, it, it seems like the timing, yeah, yeah, the timing of his in- injuries all seem to happen like in the playoffs or towards the end of the year. So yeah. that's why they're season ending rather than being like, you know, a torn ACL, like you said. Exactly. But um, good for him. Happy for him. For this decision, I think this is a good decision for him, or it's going to work out for him pretty well. Yeah, I think it actually works it, out for both teams. And you know what? And if it doesn't, he's a free agent next season. Yeah, and then you move on. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's finish our win totals from yesterday. So, guys, what we're doing? We're going off the Vegas over under predictions for um, the over under predictions for every single team. 
So I'm going to give out the number. All right. We're going to give out we if we think they're going to be. Um, we stopped at the Rockets. Okay. And we'll, re- we'll, do, we'll, we'll do the Rockets again today. Um, actually, you know what? We'll start at the Warriors. It was Warriors-Rockets last two. We'll start at those because that was the game last night we were just talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Warriors and Rockets. Um, I'm going to read out the over-under. We're going to give our reason why we think it's over-under. If you guys want, and we'd love that, if you guys commented, if you think it's going to be over-under, just say the team name like Warriors over or Warriors under. Um, it'd, be, it'd be fun to see what everyone else, else thinks. And then we're going to get to – we'll try, try to do this in like 15 minutes and have 10 minutes to do MVP, Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, et cetera. Right. And if we don't get that, we can also get to that tomorrow, tomorrow. too. So Golden State Warriors over under is 67 and a half wins. George, go for it. Well, I'm going to still <laughs> going to go with under now. <laughs> I'll go for the over. I think they can still do it. I mean, last year they won 67 games. I think we, I asked you yesterday. I've already forgot the number. Yeah. Uh, 67 wins. I think they'll be a little better this season. I know they lost the first game, but I guess a very slight over. I took a very slight under yesterday, and I'm going to still take a very slight under. I told you yesterday, they will win 67 games. And, and that half, I don't like that half. 68 just sounds like too much for me You're for right. some reason. 67 sounds about right. And here's one thing to consider, George. Mm-hmm. Who was the second best team in the West last year? The Spurs. Yes. And who was the third? The Rockets. The Rockets. So the second best team probably stayed the same right the third best team got better the oklahoma city thunder got better in my eyes the clippers are pretty much the same if not better um the timberwolves got better the pelicans got better the i mean practically every team other than utah got better got better right and that plays a role in the fact that you might lose a couple more games here and there. If you have a back-to-back, to, not a back-to-back, but like a three-game stretch of mm-hmm. we're playing Minnesota, then OKC, then Houston, mm-hmm. it might not be as easy to go 3-0 and on that stretch as it was last year when you're right. when now, you, now you're facing... not as many gimmies. Yeah, now you're facing a three-headed monster in Minnesota and a three-headed monster in OKC. And, then, and a good Denver Nuggets team. And, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of good teams. Um, so Kobe Bryant just posted on Instagram. First of all, did you know Kobe... Kobe Bryant had an Instagram because I did it. Yeah, he posted a message to Gordon Hayward. I yeah. saw that already. Oh, you already saw it? I yeah. just got a Bleacher Report about it now. So anyone watching, go follow Kobe and follow me and follow Sammy and uh, read Kobe's inspirational Slaw. message to Gordon Hayward. And uh, When was it posted? Cause I, saw, I think I saw it like before the show. You saw it before the show? Actually, uh, I think I saw it during the show on my Twitter. Yeah, um, it was posted, how do you tell me, 27 minutes ago. So yeah, that's why I saw it a while ago. Yeah, and um, but one part of it I want to do say is I like best of luck to you on this journey, my brother. They're really good friends. Are they really? Gordon Hayward, that's his like one of his biggest mentors is Kobe Bryant. Oh, I had no idea. I just thought I I just kind of like this Kobe that's always like I feel like he's been so like more. Dude, he has a he has a specific crew. He yeah. mentors. This is like if you you gotta watch his like little Mamba documentaries. He mentors, I think, Paul George, Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving. I wanted to say DeMar DeRozan. I think it might be DeMar DeRozan. There's one more player that, like, he genuinely talks to, like, daily and mentors. And yeah. Gordon Hayward, I was a little confused it was Gordon Hayward. Maybe because he's white. And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> but, the, and, but then it's like, it's funny because it's like, it's it's like it's stereotyping. It's because he's white. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. But it's weird because there's only, like, two good 
white non-international players in the NBA. Kevin Love and Gordon Hayward. All the other white players are that are good are international, probably, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, all right. So Warriors, I go under sixty-seven. You went over. Yep. And a half. Houston Rockets, fifty-four and a half. I think they win fifty-three games. You I took the under yesterday. So yeah, I, I took like, the under. I'm going to take the over yesterday and today, especially after a win like that. If they can sneak out wins like that with Chris Paul being hurt at the end of a game, they're going to be able to sneak out wins against a lot of good teams. Um, They're going to beat a lot of the East Coast opponents they play. Mm -hmm. They're going to beat a lot of teams in the West. They're probably the second or third best roster in the entire Western Conference. Fair enough. Um, I see them winning near 60 games. I mean, if the Spurs last year were able to pull out 61 wins – I think Mike D'Antoni is an underrated coach when he has the right players. I mean, I don't think he's a good coach with the wrong players, but with the right players, he's a good coach. Um, And I know Patrick Beverly was also good at defense last year, but don't sleep on the fact that now their their star is also a good defender. I know it's a clean flop with with Paul and Beverly, but I think it helps that one of their leaders and their star players – is, is the good defender rather yeah. than it just being one of their like third or fourth best player. We're talking about their one, a one B guy is a top defender and they have Trevor Reza and they picked up PJ Tucker. Yeah. I think that it's a good impact for the team. I mean, I think it's always better to have instead of your fifth best guy, be the, uh, your top defender, have it be your best or second best guy. Maybe the team will lead behind him a little more. I, I actually like that theory a lot. Right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, but Patrick Beverly might be a little bit of a better defender than Chris Paul, but we know Chris Paul's a first-team all-defense right. kind of guy. So that's good. I like that theory. Thank I never you. thought of it like that. Yeah, I mean, you, if like, the, the way I see it at least, you look at it like if... Uh, well, I mean, I, I see... Can I try to dissect the way you were thinking about it? Yeah. Basically, you're telling me that if the leader of your... You, you, a lot of people will follow the leadership of your team. So... If your point guard, who's supposed to be your leader, and is also one of your either your one A or one B best player, he not only is he well, he's a vocal leader, but now he's also leading by example and playing being that tough mentality on defense. I think the team will follow suit because of for example, yeah. If Tristan Thompson is the best defender on the Cavs, or let's do a wing player, J.R. Smith. Okay, I think that. Doesn't entice LeBron to be J.R. Smith is offended right now. I was like, I don't play defense, bro. What are you talking about? J.R. Smith's a good defender. I know he is oh. a good defender. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> by the way, he's a great defender. J.R. Smith plays defense. I don't think that's necessarily causing everybody else to have a chain right. reaction of being like, like, oh, look at J.R. is a good defender. Effort. Like, I should do that. I think if LeBron's out there playing hard defense, the rest of the team's like, God damn, LeBron's giving that effort on yeah. defense. Like, I should give that effort on 100%. defense. 100%. Agree. Indiana Pacers, 30 and a half. They're going to find 30 wins. I, this team could be awful, man. Uh, Victor Oladipo, I'm actually excited to see him back in Indiana, which is where he belongs. Um, I think this was Victor Oladipo's destiny to be a, the best score, maybe, on a bad team. I'm going to take their under 30 and a half wins, and I think they're going to be god-awful. I think they're going to be not as bad as the Bulls, but they're not going to be a very good basketball team. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go for slight over. Okay. Um, Lance Stevenson, I think he's gonna put up points this year. I think uh, Oladipo, Stevenson, and Miles Turner. Miles Turner. I think they good. can sneak out 32 wins in the what in the East. Yeah. Miles um, Turner's really good. 
Uh, Lance Stevenson, I feel like, is going to put up like 12, 8, and 8 this year. Sabonis gets playing time. Yeah, I, I just think they have a lot of couple, just a couple little pieces everywhere that will contribute and get them, um, get them a solid 30 to 32 wins. So you I'm going to take a slide over. I think it's going to actually be fun to watch. In a nah. weird way, like it's like <laughs> disagree. <laughs> no, if Lance Stevens is on the floor, any team's fun to watch. Yeah, I just don't like watching Victor Oladipo very much or Miles Turner. I know. I just like I like watching Lance Stevens. Yeah, I like Lance Stevenson. That's it. Clippers. This is one of my favorite ones. Forty-two and a half. All right, me and Sammy are both on the over on this one. I love the Clippers this year. I was I would have gone under if Blake Griffin was out till December, but his miraculous recovery. Um, I don't know how. Like he's actually playing, and people said he was out till December. No one's really talking about like his that he's back. I mean, just like oh, he's playing. It's great. I love the Clippers this year. I think Blake Griffin could be a dark horse MVP candidate too. Yeah, I mean, he definitely is a dark horse um, candidate as of right now. My listen, yes, I have the over, but if I could, if I could bet in Vegas with restrictions. That oh, over if okay, Gallinari doesn't get hurt, and if Blake Griffin doesn't get hurt, and if Doc Rivers actually wants to put in hours, yeah, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. Then I would take the over. I'm gonna take the over still because I have a feeling that Chris Paul has gone to new era. They're all gonna play a little harder and better. Mm-hmm. Um, this team can actually be really good, I think, if injuries don't derail them. So keep an eye out on the Clippers. All right. And they're going to be fun to watch regardless. I think. Yes, entertaining. Yeah. Um, next up, the Los Angeles Lakers, 32 and a half. Hmm. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to take the under. Everyone's talking about Lakers pushing for an eight seed and this. And no, they're not going for the eight seed. They are not good. So, I mean, I think Kyle Kuzma is a good young talent. Lonzo Ball's a great young talent. I love the damn Lakers, actually. I'm going to want to watch them a lot. But people, I mean, you look at this, the, the Western Conference. They're not going to compete even with the Pelicans, who have Rondo. Like, the, literally, the New Orleans Pelicans, who no one's talking about as a playoff team, has Rondo, Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday, and DeMarcus Cousins. I'm, I'm actually excited for the Pelicans. I think they're going to be a playoff team. We'll see. I don't even know if they're going to be. And you have the <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies. Who are projected like thirty eight? We're doing them next. They have Mike Conley and, and uh, Marcus All, and right. we're in, in Chandler Parsons if he can get healthy. And we're sitting here talking about people are t- trying to say that the Lakers have a chance of being a playoff team. They don't exactly. So I'm going under as well. Going under? Yeah, but I'm excited to watch Lonzo play. Interesting. Me too. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's fun. I think it's gonna be a lot. I think they're gonna be a fun team. I think they're gonna be. A competitive team in most games, but I think they're just young and not that good yet. Yeah. Um, fun fact, by the way. I love fun um, facts. Like the Clippers at 42 wins at 500 yeah. are projected to be the seventh seed by the over-unders. At 500. And yeah. Um, actually, they the last three in the last three teams in the West and East in the over-unders are all projected at 40 and a half, which I'm trying to explain in my theory is my defensive. Mm-hmm. They're... Both leagues are top heavy, and then like seven, eight, nine—it's all kind of mixed. Comp- the only difference I want to say is in the West, it's top heavy to six, I think, about or five or six, 
in the East. If you consider Denver or in LA both part of that group, then seven. If you, or yeah. in Portland, in Memphis, in New Orleans. Yeah, I could. I'd... Actually, the West is better. Yeah, the West. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies projected to be tied for the eighth seed at 38 and a half. I'm going to go over 38 and a half, okay. but I don't know if that's good enough for the playoffs or not. Mike Conley is a top five point guard in the NBA. As a pure point, full point guard, he averages twenty points I mean, a game. I mean, it, it, is, it depends on what's your definition of the top. What's a point guard? I'm not comparing him to like Damian Lillard. I'm talking okay. I'm comparing him okay. to a point guard. I guess is a way to put it. Yeah. But I love Mike Conley. So I love I. Marcus All. He's hitting threes now. I, the Memphis Grizzlies. Maybe this is the stupidest reason in the world. And you know what? You guys can tell me in the comments, or you can tell me right now that like that theory doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. They're a team that will find a way to be 500, I feel like. 42 and 42. The Memphis Grizzlies. They'll just find a way to not be awful. They won't be awful, for sure. That's Does that mean 500? So I'm taking over. They'll be right around there. This is my favorite bet of the year now. Okay. You ready for this? The Miami Heat, over. 42 and a half. So 500. Over. 41 to 500. Yeah, well, so, okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, one game over 500, my bad. Give, give me the over on that. I mean, this is a good team, and they're so well coached. And they've been 30 Wait, and 10. Waiters Island. Yeah, Waiters Island. Hassan Whiteside is sick. Gordon Dragic. Um, this could be the three seed in the East. Could be the two seed now with Gordon Hayward's injury. They could be the two seed in the yeah. East. So I'm going to take the over, and I'm actually going to put money on that. Over on the Miami Heat. They and went heat. 31 and 9, 31 and 10 in their last 40, in their second half of the, okay. 31 and 10 in their last 41 games last year. Yeah, and I, I would appreciate if they just scrapped the Heat jerseys and just always wear the El Heat. The El Heat? No, I like like the South Beach pink and orange. Oh, that's that. a good one too. But they're not the going to wear those. Jersey. Yeah, that'd be dumb to wear all the time. All right, we're gonna go through some comments really quick. All right. William said, "Paul watching five threes go up in four possessions. That's what's gonna drive him crazy." Omar says, "Warriors going under." William says, "Over with Golden State adding Swaggy P." Um, Devin said, "Yes, William Nick Young's a big difference. Um, it is a big difference though. He had a lot of big he six for seven good. last he night. Good yesterday." Um, Devin said, Kobe Bryant is dad now. Literally, he is. Yeah, he is. And then, um, and then Devin said, LeBron is like the cool big brother or uncle to a lot of players until he retires. It is true. Mm-hmm. LeBron's going to try to be like the dad, like Kobe is. You can see he's doing like the Ben Simmons and John uh, yeah. T. Murray, like all the people that they signed under their, his like company. Yeah. He's definitely so, like the – Sammy. Huh, not his company. His company, okay. Maverick Carter's company. Um Devin said, Michael Jordan is the old grandpa who don't, don't want to be fucked with. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Don't talk to me. Jordan's like... He's not even like cool with his own players. No, nah, Jordan <laughs> just hates everybody. Yeah. Um, William said, what up with Kobe and Boston players? Tatum follows Kobe game as well. Um, Omar said, the coldest white boy to ever play is white chocolate. Yep. He's right on our wall right there, man. This used to, in, in college, this picture of Jason Williams and Chris Webber, it's an autograph picture, used to sit above my bedside until I got a girlfriend. My ex uh, said, you should probably not have that picture right above the bed. I don't like having a picture of two men above the bed. And I was like, all right. Well, Especially they're hugging. And we're not getting married because it's Jason Williams. So, so uh, don't know what you want there. And Devin said, Omar, yes. Uh, Omar said, Rockets under. 
coming from a Rocket fan, saying CP3 high basketball IQ will make it work. CP3 needs to challenge and hold Harden accountable. Um, Devin said Kobe's originally from the East Coast, Philly raised, probably why he likes Celtics and East Coast people. Um, he said, Williams said, let's keep up with the West and East team losses. Tyler said, I'm a big CP3 fan. fan. Um, best big th- CP3 fan, but if they use him as much as they want, he's going to bur- get burnt out by the playoffs. True. That's um, true. I have a comment on um, our. You probably don't see it, but from the Russian name, and he says, "What do you think about the new signings, Bogdan Bogdanovich in Sacramento and My- Milos Tocic at Clippers?" Greetings from Serbia. So we gotta watch her from Serbia. Milos is sick. <laughs> Milos is the Clippers. sick, man. He's gonna be a great. I think he's gonna back up Patrick Beverly. He's sick. He can pass. Awesome passing abilities. Mitch Penner knows how to say it better than any of us. So if Mitch Penner wants to write in the comments how to say Milo Tedovic. If you want to see that comment, um, our video is on our wall twice. So just go to that one. And it's on the second video on our wall. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Um, Devin said, bless you, Sammy. I don't know what I said, but thank you. And Mitch said, over in all caps on the Pacers. I think he might feel the same way I feel about uh, the whole uh, Lance Stevenson and et cetera, et cetera. Team, okay, holy mother! I just got all the other comments. They all popped up. You at know once. what's funny? Mine just popped up too. I was like, my eyes just did like one of those. Like, yeah. oh shit! That all happened at once. Mitch said, "Easy, they're gonna win a lot of games. They shouldn't at home." Miles Turner, Devin said, "Miles Turner is gonna try to go off this year." Word from some friends. Watch out for Turner if he plan if his plans work. I agree with that though. Um, did he? Did Devin went to high school with Miles Turner or something like that, or from the same? I remember, Devin, you said something once about Miles Turner on the show. Let us know. Clippers under is what Omar says. Jordan will get traded. I disagree. I think they're going to be really good. I think they're going to be really good, too. Um, Mitch Penner said, dummy on the Lakers. Uh, They have no idea how to win games. That's how I feel, too. Exactly. That's why I think it's going to be the under. Yeah, I think so, too. But I think they're going to be entertaining. Yes, but I, I, I think people are obviously not people watching us, but there's a lot of people that are... um. Agree that they think they're gonna fight for the eight seed. Pete Chase said Lakers might fight for the eight seed. And T.O. Dusic is uh, Mitch. T.O. Dusic. T.O. Dusic. T.O. Dusic. Cool. Um, I'm gonna get there. Though. I'm just gonna call him Tito. Tito. Milos. I like Milos better. Um, Lakers under stories. What William King says. Devin said Lakers gonna be 25 to 30 win team until LeBron gets there. Yeah, then they'll be a 50 win team. Pete thinks it's gonna be. If they're gonna fight for the eight seed, Mitch said, "Ha ha 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 ha!" Uh, with a <laughs> with a pointing at his comment, because uh, I I don't think they're gonna fight for the eight seed at all. What did he say again? Ha ha ha! The way you said that. Well, just... because it's like I I mean I think there's a zero percent chance they fight for the eight seed, but there are people that think it. So like I'm not one to make fun of people's guesses because. I'm also a person who thought the Bengals were going to win 11 games this year, and they're they could win their division now. They could, but like they're not going to win 11 games. So shitty. So sometimes predictions don't go as you expect. But from from my humble opinion, the Lakers are going to be the second last team in the entire conference. I think I think the Lakers don't need to be good. (laughs) Really, this is not the year for them to be good. Just let Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball do their thing. Okay. Pete, say, Pete Chase said, the Clippers are over. It's a wrap. So I'm assuming they they are over like they're done with, right? If it's, yeah. it's a wrap. 
if you're gonna be throwing Twenty One Savage in there, it's a wrap. Like means it's done. Not like they're yeah, gonna get no, the yeah, over. Yeah. I'm assuming. Um, Pete said in the West it's top heavy, eight to ten. The East have one great team in three handfuls. I'd say four or five handfuls. But that's a good Milwaukee, point. Milwaukee, Boston, Miami, Washington, and Toronto. Washington, Toronto, Charlotte. Don't throw Charlotte. They got Kemba. I mean, we're talking I just team. Like their jerseys. Yeah, but that's not like so a five. handful. I mean, that was a good point by Pete Chase, though. We said both are top heavy, but in different aspects. We have Absolutely. like the West is top heavy, and that, that was a good way to put it. The East has like teams with handfuls. Like, oh, here you're okay. You want to hear a fun fact? That's uh, the comment I'm on right now. Is that what he's. Are you kidding? What? Fun fact? Did you all know the Grizzlies replaced Pau Gasol? No, I was going to oh. give you a different fun fact. Well, go ahead. I haven't even read that comment yet. Go for it. Um, the fun fact of the day is, so this computer is about to die. And it seems like it's about to die in about five minutes, it says left. So it was fully charged when the show started. So this computer, Surface Pro 2, lasts exactly 90 minutes on battery life. Fun fact of the day. That means it's old. Oh, yeah, it is. Because but that's the fun fact of the day. Should last longer. I'll give you a better fun fact that's right. sports-related. Did you all know the Grizzlies replaced Pau Gasol for his little brother, Mark Gasol, back in 2008? Grizzlies have had a Gasol since the 90s, I think. What year did Pau Gasol's been around that long? I don't think Pau started in the 90s. I think he started 2000 in the year 2000 exactly. But they've had a Gasol brother for like 20 years. They've had a Gasol brother since the moment, since the turn of the century. Um... Devin said, I don't know, Pete. I don't see Lakers getting in the playoffs. Pete said, first trade involving brothers, or is it first Euro brothers, Devin? I think it's possible for the Lakers to make an appearance, but it's not a lock. Euro brothers, but yeah, I'm surprised nobody really covered that trade. That is actually kind of interesting. Pau Gasol 2001 draft. Damn, so they've had a Gasol for 17 years. Yep. It's a wrap. All right. Right. You ready, guys? Let's go on to our next team. I don't yeah, know how we got gonna, off We're going to have to finish this tomorrow. Maybe we'll just open with it tomorrow. We only have like eight, nine teams left. Ten. Milwaukee Bucks, 46 and a half. I'm taking the under immediately. They're, I think they're going to be uh, above 500. I think they're going to be like the fifth seed. I think this has them as the fifth seed at 46 wins. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say they're going to be like a fifth or sixth seed at 43, 44 wins. Jabari Parker gets hurt a lot. They don't have a backup Jabari point Parker guard. Parker is hurt right now. Yeah, he's hurt right now. But I think he comes back this year. They don't have a they, they don't have enough depth in my eyes. Giannis is going to have too much on his plate. And with all the MVP talk, he's having a great season. But they're going to underwhelm a little bit, I think, for this year. Yeah, this is a tough one because I can see them winning 46, 47 games and being the fourth or fifth seed in the East. But I'm going to go very, very slight under at 46. Very, very slight under at 46. Yeah. Okay. I like that. All right. We'll do – let's end on these two, and then we'll start with the Knicks tomorrow. All right. We'll end with the Timberwolves and the Pelicans. The Timberwolves are at 46 and a half. And let me tell you, I'll answer that because I'm going to answer it the exact same way I answered the Bucks one. I'm going to take a slight under because I think in the West there's so many good teams that you can be 500 and be the six five or six seed. And I think they're going to be just like the bucks, but they might underwhelm a little bit. Right. The Carl Anthony towns and in company still need to learn Thibodeau system to play good defense and good offense. Um, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked either way. If they get the under, if they end up being only 500 mm-hmm. or if they end up with 55 wins, me too. Really well. I, Todd I Gibson, Jeff Teague, Jimmy Butler, and Andrew Wiggins, that's a hell of a start. Yeah, I feel like they have all the tools in place to be a really good team. So 
but how quickly will they mesh is the question. But I mean, this is very similar to that Tom Thibodeau team in uh, Chicago that got the one seed that one year, where they can overachieve because they have a good coach and they have the right players. I'm actually going to go with a slight over, but let me tell you something, Sammy. Kawhi Leonard's out tonight, right? Yes. You know what the line is on that game? Wait, is Kawhi Leonard out tonight? I, 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 I just said the words yes. Oh, I thought I think Kawhi Leonard's <laughs> not. Okay, no, I don't know. I think Kawhi Leonard's out tonight, and the Spurs are favored against the Timberwolves still. Why? Why are we assuming Kawhi's out? Because it's his hamstring. Yeah, that's why I, I think. But Kawhi Leonard ruled out for one day's opener. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard's out, and the Spurs are still favored against the Timberwolves. And Tony Parker's out. And Tony Parker's out. Okay. So tells you a little something. Tells right? you a little something about it. So maybe I'm jumping the gun a little bit too much, but yeah. Do you want a fun fact about Kawhi Leonard? I love fun facts. We'll start with the New Orleans Pelicans tomorrow, by the way. Okay. So we both taking the under on the No, I'm taking the over on the On the Wolves? I'm taking the over. I believe in them for some reason. I just have a feeling there's a lot of emulation to that Chicago team that overachieved with Derrick Rose. I think they're gonna overachieve a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna take the slight under. Okay. But forty five wins is still good for that team. Right. Um fun fact of the day. Russell Westbrook had 830 assists last season. Mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard has had 903 assists in his entire NBA career. You know what surprised me the most out of that stat? That Kawhi Leonard actually has 900 assists. I thought he'd even, I, I thought he'd have even less. That's one problem I have with the whole Kawhi Leonard revolution. Yeah. He's a good <laughs> scorer and he's good at defense, but like. He's not very good, like not very good distributor. Doesn't get that many rebounds. I think he's just a slightly overblown sometimes. I think he's really good. I think the system in San Antonio makes him better. I don't think if you throw him on the Indiana Pacers this year, all of a sudden they're a title contender. I feel that, to be right. honest. Um, should I read Kobe Bryant's message before we go? Nice little heartfelt message. Yeah, let's uh, let's send us out with a little heartfelt message from Kobe uh, Bean Bryant. Kobe Bean Bryant. And then... Then we'll sign off. Kobe Bryant posted about the Gordon Hayward. Be sad. Be mad. Be frustrated. Scream. Cry. Sulk. When you wake up, you will think it was just a nightmare only to realize it's all too real. You will be angry and rich for the day back, the game back, that playback. But reality gives nothing back, nor should you. Time to move on and focus on doing everything in your power to prepare for surgery. Ask all the questions to be sure you understand fully the procedure so that you may visualize it in your subconscious while being operated on and better the chance of its success. Then focus on the recovery process day by day by day by day. It's a long journey, but if you focus on the many milestones along the way, you'll find the beauty and the struggles of doing the simple things that prior to this injury were taken for granted. This will also mean that you will return when you return, you will have a new perspective. You'll be so appreciative of being able to stand, walk, run, that you will train harder than you ever have. You see the belief within you. Uh, you grow each mini milestone, and you will come back better player for it. Best of luck to you on this journey, my brother. Hashtag Mamba Mentality. Always. Kobe Bryant. Thank you, Kobe. That was pretty cool, actually. That, that, no, it was very cool. That kind of motivated me for a moment. I just got goosebumps. And then we'll end up with some motivational words from our fans <laughs> on the comments. Um, just lost them all. Okay. But, but we still love y'all. Oh, no. Actually, I got them. Cool. All right. Quickly. Boom, boom, boom. Good boom. Pete said, yes, George. That's true. Lakers. Oh, man. Oh, man. Hold on. 
Oh, here we go. You guys ready? We're going to power through your guys' comments because we appreciate y'all so much that we have to say them. Um, Piche said the East is open, though. I don't think Cavs are about to win the East. This is what's happening in the East now. It's so weak. Teams accumulate more wins from playing non-competitive teams. It was pretty well covered when it happened. Um, I don't know what that one was about. T.O. Dosich, like you said, he went to high school. Oh, he they went to high school together. He graduated a year after. Miles Turner. Okay. Seven. Yeah, see, I remember about that. Yeah, he said something about that. P.J. said, yeah, that's true, George. Lakers don't have to be good this year. We just have to see the emergence of our young core. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitch said... This is gonna bug me. Everything was correct except D O E. That's not do. It's like saying what up doe. Maybe try doe. Oh, like what up doe. T O dosich. There you go. It's not do. T O dosich. There he is. That this is gonna bug me. Like what up doe. T O dosich. Devin said, "Gotta go, guys. Peace. Love LeBron James and Sound Live. We love you, bro. Thank you." Queen Carey said, "Roger Gale is about to speak." Devin is gone. Ha. Kawhi cannot. Kawhi not. Oh, I get it. That's a good yeah, one. Hashtag Kawhi not. not. Yeah, like Pete that. said, I don't think Kawhi is actually a good offensive player. He's a product of the system. Yeah, I, mean, I like that. Uh, if he was on Indiana this year, they're, what, the ninth seed, eight seed in the East? Yeah, exactly. Yes, I said it. The racist talks, the screen carrier, had more than Bruce Levinson to worry about when they were facing the racism drama. There were too many instances of racism from ownership to management security level over the last three years, not to mention the 50s, 60s, and 70s. To be honest, I don't know anything about the Atlanta Hawks organization. So yeah, I've been to one Atlanta Hawks game. I know that they have Dennis Schroeder on their Schroeder, team. And, Schroeder, Schroeder. <laughs> and, uh, that's it? That's it. Um, Pete said, Kobe Bryant, go. Queen Kier said, I love Kawhi. Same B-Day. Um, William said, you're all wrong about Kawhi because this guy is a beast. Top four in the NBA today. Oh, he's still, yeah. He's probably top five player, top four player in the league. But I just think that the talk of him being the best player in the league in the MVP is a little overblown. I, I feel that, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm losing a lot of comments. Can't figure it out. Uh, but we love you guys. We appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. We're coming at you live and direct from the Sound Live studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Thank you for watching on Facebook.com slash Sound Live or on our Periscopes at Jarjur Sammy, at G Jarjur. And um, I had a cue there that I missed. And you can follow us on iTunes and on SoundCloud for the podcast if you ever miss it. Or just rewatch us here on Facebook because we love the views. And thank you for Periscope. Follow us. Follow us on Twitter. I literally have been tweeting about sports every single day now. I'm kind of getting on our Twitter game, both of us. So just follow us on Twitter if you want to get our sports takes outside of Salt Live sometimes. Um, Also, go ahead and go on our page once in a while. I've been posting... You know, little polls about what you think about this, posting about what happening in games. So go ahead and like those posts. Yeah, it helps follow, us. Follow us on Instagram, too. I mean, I post polls on the new Instagram poll stories, and you get a little bit of a background look at what we do on our day-to-day life while we're pre- prepping for the shows. So thank you for watching. Stay cool. Love you guys. Episode 230. Thanks for all the comments. If I missed any, I'm sorry. It's because I keep refreshing, and for some reason, they're coming out of order. But thanks to everybody that's been commenting. You know how much we appreciate it. And I try to not to miss your guys' comments ever. Stay cool. Peace. Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity sales event is about exceptional offers. But it's also about the luxury of versatility and the freedom of a summer day coming together for you at the perfect moment. Lease the 2019 NX300 all-wheel drive for $369 a month for 36 months with $29.99 to a signing. Experience amazing at your Washington area Lexus dealer.
Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus Eastern Area only and in September 3rd, 2019. Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity sales event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about the luxury of versatility and the freedom of a summer day coming together for you at the perfect moment. Lease the 2019 NX300 all-wheel drive for $369 a month for 36 months with $29.99 due assigning. Experience amazing at your Washington-area Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus Eastern Area only and in September 3rd, 2019.